This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. One quick announcement. Tinkered Thinking has released its first book, The Lasilius Parables, Volume 1. As many will know, a short story is released every Sunday, and this book is an illustrated collection of the first 50 stories released on the podcast. An enormous amount of effort and love went into this project in order to bring it to life. If you want to check it out, go to tinkeredthinking.com slash bookstore. Episode 1071, A Lucilius Parable, Stay the Course. Lucilius glanced at the big brass compass in the binnacle and then looked back at his hands on the ship's wheel. They felt frozen shut, wrapped around the wooden handles. He tilted the wheel to keep the ship on its dark course, and the port and starboard tiller ropes pulled and gave through their deck holes before his boots. They were running dark on a moonless night. The exhausted crew commanded to be vigilant for an enemy they knew coursed through the same waters. Lucilius looked back at the officer on watch. The boy, Lucilius's junior by many years, was passed out against brace lines held fast. Lucilius looked forward, wondering about his bow watch. He couldn't see the other officer and wondered if that boy, too, was fast asleep. Lucilius preferred the naval outfits. The merchant blood boats were always more work, and you never knew what sort of conditions you were walking into. At least with the Navy, he knew what he was signing up for. But of course, it came with that ever-present threat of battle. Friends were easily lost in business and service, but the loss was always harder when the battle was with blood instead of money. He was growing tired of death, the mourning, of friends gone in certain and undecided ways. He looked ahead again for his bow watch, but still couldn't see the officer. He knew he should wake up his watch officer and get eyes ahead, but something in him restrained. He let them just sleep a little more, Lucilius figured. Then his body jolted with an electric heat that was freezing. Out ahead he could see it, the enemy ship and the two were headed nearly straight for one another. Lucilius's mouth hung open, slowing on an impulse to yell. Something held him back again. He could hear nothing, no commotion in the silent waters, both ships in the lightest of winds. Silently, Lucilius just held the ship's course, aghast at his own inaction. He would be reprimanded, perhaps hanged for such gross incompetence, perhaps accused as a traitor. At any moment, if anyone woke up and saw the ship so close, they would know Lucilius' silence had been deliberate. And yet still, he did nothing aside from watch the enemy ship grow larger ahead. It would pass just to starboard with both headings. The enemy ship was also running dark, ghostly squares hanging nearly limp as his own ships as they moved slowly toward one another. The clear and curled sense of a feeling, just a hunch, held Lucilius wrapped in a dangerous curiosity. But the enemy ship was now close enough. They could have started firing to land clear shots by now. But perhaps they suspected the blindness of a tired crew and held back on hair-trigger impulse in order to get just a little closer, perhaps even to broadside Lucilius's ship. The fatal certainty of the situation grew with Lucilius's horror, but in spite of it, he simply kept quiet and held the ship to its course. 
All was silent and stayed silent as Lucilius watched in awe as the enemy ship, looming large a few points from the bow, came close. The ship was so close that Lucilius could see the gun ports were closed, and as his heart raced, he suddenly picked out the sight of an officer on the enemy ship, slumped against a forestay, asleep. The two massive ships silently glided past one another, and Lucilius watched the tall masts, their vast sails mirroring one another, trading places like shifting forests. Lucilius' eyes scanned the enemy deck, barely a stone's toss from where he stood, and he picked out the watch officers passed out as it went, until finally his gaze met that of the helmsman. The two locked one another's stare as they grew closer, and as they finally came abreast, the ships now having all but passed each other, the helmsman aboard the enemy ship gently nodded at Lucilius, and Lucilius and Kine nodded back. Then both turned back to their task and held their course. This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can blog about it or discuss it on your own podcast. Or you can support it directly. And you can do this on the support page at tinkeredthinking.com. Both one-time support and monthly subscription support options are available. Thank you for your support of the show. It's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Any feedback or questions are always welcome, so feel free to reach out. And until tomorrow, remember to be careful about the context.